Well, praise the Lord and welcome to the broadcast. Today we're in our Romans teaching. We're in chapter 2 and in just a moment we'll dig right in where we left off yesterday with verse 11, for there is no respect of persons with God. But before we do that, let me just encourage you to pray for us as we are mailing five expositors study Bibles every single week five expositor study Bibles to inmates. We put their address, their number, their name on here. We send them a copy of my book, All God's Works Are Done in Truth. We attach that to the Bible and we mail five of these every single week. And so I encourage you to go to our website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Hit the donate button. Tell us what your money's for. It takes $33 by the time we buy the Bible and mail the Bible. It takes $33 to mail each inmate a Bible. And uh, some people say, well, that sure is a lot. You know what? It's not a lot at all to get the Word of God into the prison system, into these inmates' hands. We have mailed, uh, I think in November will be three years, and as of today, this makes 764, 69, one of those that we have mailed. So that's quite a bit for a small church like us to be doing, but God has blessed us, and people are giving here at the church, and people are giving online. So again, go to the website, The Cross crosswaychurch.com and hit the donate button. Help us get these expositor study Bibles into the hands of these inmates and pray for their salvation, for them to be filled with the Spirit of God and used greatly of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, again, we're excited to be here sharing the Word of God today. And I tell you what, there's nothing in the world, nothing that can compare to learning God's Word. Because as we learn God's Word, that means we're living by faith. I'm not talking about a head knowledge and being able to quote a Bible verse. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit teaching us the Word of God as He teaches us about Jesus. Because Jesus said the Scriptures are about Him. And I'm thankful to know that today, that the Scriptures aren't about this, that, and all the other. Although the Scriptures... Teach us how to give. Teach us what to give. The the scriptures teach us how to pray, when to pray, uh, a lot of times what to pray. And but there's different topics in the Bible, but all of those topics, all of those principles, all of those things Christians should be found doing are found as faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God as we look through the gospel into God's word. Very profound, very Amazing thing to know that Proverbs 8 and 8 tells us that all of God's words, every word He's ever spoken, are in righteousness. All the words of His mouth are in righteousness. Proverbs 8 and 8, write that down. You need to know that. And it just because you've heard me say it before doesn't mean you have it like you really need it. You need to get that. You need to know that. You need to live with that every day of your life. That every word in your Bible is in righteousness. Now here comes the good part. The righteousness of God is only revealed in the gospel. Romans 1, 16, 17, and 18. Read those. In the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. That means as faith comes, as we hear it in its righteous context, 
and hearing it again every day. Daily bread, praise be to God. I'm excited to know these things today, even while I'm in my 50s. You know, I wish that I would have known these things when I had been in my teens. And I'm so thankful for our teenagers we have today that are learning this, what the Lord has given us today, that every word God has ever spoken is in righteousness, but the righteousness that he's spoken is only revealed through the gospel. Therefore, you must look to the cross and then the Holy Spirit, the one that's showing you what Christ did for you at cross, will lead you into the word and teach you Jesus in the word, reveal truth to you so that you can live a victorious life. Praise be to God. That is exciting, my friends, and that is cannot be refuted if you're a Bible believer. Praise God. So, and, and, and one more thing before we move on. There are many people who have a greater platform than we have here at Crossway Church. I have a YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, that all of our show uh, broadcasts and services can be uh, found there. Uh, but there are some who have a large, a huge platform. And some of these things that we're teaching here, they need to be sharing these things as well. I have about 36, 3,700 friends on Facebook. Uh, we're limited to, to Facebook. We're limited to YouTube. Some people have a large platform. And just they need to be sharing these things that the Lord is revealing, even if it is to people anywhere in Africa, in Germany, here in Queen City, Texas. When the Lord begins to reveal uh, things, they need to share these things. If they cannot be refuted, if they are Bible, they need to be shared. I, listen, never give me credit for coining anything. I've not coined any phrases. I've not, listen, if I've heard it, the Holy Spirit told me, or I read it in a book by another preacher, listen, I study the Word. I study behind men of God. Listen, don't give me credit for anything. Just, just give God glory as you magnify Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. And share these teachings on social media no matter who you are. If you have a church that's got five people in it, share these teachings. If you have a church that's got 5,000 in it, share these teachings. Is it that we just want our people only to listen to us or is it that we want our people to learn the truth, God's Word in truth? Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord will check us as ministers on many occasions. Is it just about you or is it about what's best for my people, the Lord will ask. All right, let's get into this part seven of chapter two. This is part seven of chapter two. There are 23 parts to chapter one. Today is part seven of chapter two. And God says in verse 11 of chapter two in the book of Romans, for there is no respect of persons with God. And he and he has a twofold reason for saying this. He just previously says in verse 6 he's that the Lord's going to come and render to every man according to their work, their deeds, their works. Uh, we're not saved by works, but the Lord's coming to render to every man according to our deeds. Amen. We're not saved by anything we do. We're saved by grace through faith faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and what He did at the cross for our sins alone with no additives. That's it. 
But when we are saved, there are many works to walk in. The New Testament reveals the, the works that are ordained for us to walk in that are in Christ Jesus, Ephesians 2.10. Praise God. But he says God is not a respecter of persons. And, 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 and then he goes into saying those who by patience, continuance, and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life, but unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that does evil of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that works good to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. And that is his first illustration that God is not a respecter of persons. He's coming to render to every man according to their works. He, then he, he lays out the two different paths. One of, you can't. There's not another path. It's those that were just listed here in verses seven, eight, seven, really through ten. Read them. There's not another path. There's these two paths, and he's going to render to every man according to their works found in either of these two paths. I hope you're on the right path today. But he goes on to say in verse 12, because there's no respect of persons with God, here's verse 12, for as many as have sinned without the law shall also perish without law, and as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. Well, first of all, we've got to understand this. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23, that's everybody on the planet. If a man brought you into being through a woman, if you were the product of reproduction, if a man was intimate with a woman and you were the result, you were conceived and born, you're a sinner when you get here. That includes Mary, the mother of Jesus. I'm sorry, my Catholic friends. Uh, Mary was not uh, some woman that was divine. Mary was a sinner because she was reproduced after sinful kind. So when you move away from what's truth, then you move into error. And that's why, you know, praying to Mary is not going to get anybody anything. Uh, and, 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 and confessing your sins to a pope who's not the mediator, not going to get you anything. As a matter of truthfully speaking, if that's the avenue you follow, then how can your faith be in Christ and what he's done for you at Calvary? Because it's not Jesus and, it's just Jesus and his work on the cross. That's it. It's no, now we, no, 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 no. That won't work with God. That's not in your Bible. And here's what the devil does. The same thing he did in the Garden of Eden. And everybody needs to know this. You need to know this to be equipped for when you're attacked, when people come and attack you, when people say things that aren't true. You need to understand the devil is still telling the same lie he told in the beginning. Did God really say? If he can get you to doubt what God has said, then he can put his lie into you, Joseph Smith, into you, whoever you are, that, that won't believe God, so you go write a whole other version of what you call God's Word because you just wouldn't believe God's Word. See, that's, that's so good. If you know the devil's lie and you know the Lord's truth, then you'll be able to walk straight on this path, hallelujah, of righteousness. So now he's, he's getting ready to show you his second illustration. First, that God's not a respecter of persons, that he's going to render to every man according to the their deeds. And now he says in verse 12, let's read it again. For as many as have sinned without the law 
He's talking about us Gentiles, not born under the law, not, not born with the knowledge of the law, shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law, under the law, shall be judged by the law. Verse 13. Because not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. Here's what we can say is a fact. Nobody ever did the law. Not even the Jewish people who had the law, they never, they never did the law. What do you mean they never did the law, preacher? They, they did this, they did that, but they never kept the law completely. And one broken law means you're a lawbreaker. The only way you can be a law keeper is if you've never broken the law. Once you break one law, once you lust in your heart, and, and, and that's what Jesus showed up to intensify the reality of what God deals with, the heart, and what the law is greater than any outward writing on a, on a rock. Jesus said, you've heard it said that you shall not commit adultery. I tell you that if you even lust in your heart after them, you have committed adultery. If you hate someone... You've committed murder. See, it's the matter of the heart. It, once we've gone out and committed physically the sin, God has already seen us as committing a sin within our heart before the act was ever committed. It was already committed unto God with the heart. Now notice what he's doing here. He's laying the second illustration of God not being a respecter of persons. Those without the law are going to be... What does he say? Let's read it again. For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned under the law shall be judged by the law. And all have sinned. Romans 3.23 Every man and woman that's ever been born of a man is sinful without righteousness, unjust, guilty, Every human being that's ever been reproduced by another human being is guilty. All have sinned. Whether you're in the, the Jewish lineage of Abraham and you have the law that you could never keep, or you're the Gentiles that didn't have the law written on rocks, not in a Jewish nation, you're still responsible. And God is not a respecter of persons. He's not a respecter of persons. Watch this. Now this today is for us Gentiles that think maybe just because we weren't under the law in the Jewish lineage of Abraham that, that we're not going to be judged, that we're outside of the realms of the responsibility of law. Let me read you something in the Word today. Right, this, These two scriptures we're about to read, verses 14 and 15, are so powerful to me because it speaks directly to us Gentiles. Think about this. It speaks directly to us. We, I'm not Jewish. I'm a Gentile believer in Christ. <clears throat> not under the law, not in a Jewish nation raised up in that law 
with all those rites and ceremonies. Anything I know about the law, anything I know about anything, I had to read about in the Word. My daddy didn't teach me. My granddaddy didn't teach him because it wasn't passed down through our lineage. I had to get in the Word of God and see these things. Because I was not born under the written law on a rock as a Jewish child of God. I'm a Gentile. More than likely, you're a Gentile. That means outside of the, the, the fleshly lineage of Abraham. So watch this. Let's back up and read verse 13 so we can flow into 14 and 15. Because not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. And we covered this in our last teaching that Romans 5.1 were justified by the blood, verse 9. I mean, by faith, Romans 5 and 1 were justified by faith. And verse 9, justified by the blood. There's no justification from God toward men. There are no justified people on the planet if they did not have faith in the blood of Jesus. His death, His atonement, His sacrificial work for the atonement, for the forgiveness and the removal of their sins. Outside of that, there is no justification. There is none. It does not exist. I cannot work for it. Can't pay for it. I never will deserve it, but God's love and mercy has shown me great grace in saving me through my faith in the blood of Jesus. I've been justified and declared by God to be a law keeper. Hallelujah, that's good news. Now watch this. The doers of the law shall be justified. Jesus is the only one who's ever been a law keeper. Hallelujah. Oh, isn't that glad to know? that today that if your faith is in Christ and what He did at Calvary in the eyes of God, then because of your faith in Christ, the only one who's ever kept the law, been a law keeper, you've become a law keeper. Hallelujah. Praise God. And if you keep your faith in what He did at Calvary, the Holy Spirit can work the morality of the law in your heart. You won't kill and covet and, and these things. And when you're tempted because you know what the power of God is, the message of the cross is the power of God. The preaching of the cross is the power of God unto us who are saved. But it's foolishness to those who are perishing. Hallelujah. Watch this. Because when the Gentiles which have not the law, that's you and me, when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law, these having not the law are a law unto themselves. We weren't born as Jews under the law, but it doesn't mean that we're not doing the things or not doing the things that are in the law. What? Let me read it again. For when the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by These having not the law are a law unto themselves. And then he goes to explain it a little further. Watch this. And remember, he's giving the second illustration here of God is not a respecter of persons. No matter if you're a Jew, no matter if you're a Gentile. God's not a respecter of persons. He's coming to render to every man according to his deeds. It don't matter if you had the law or you didn't have the law. Watch this. Gentiles, which us Gentiles show the way how do we do that? Watch. 
their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. See, we prove that just because we're not under the law in a Jewish fashion, born in a Jewish lineage, even us Gentiles have the law. Look at what it says. We show the work of the law written in our hearts. We show it. We show the work of the law written in our hearts. Do you see that? Even Gentiles have the law written in their hearts. We show forth the work of the law written in our hearts. How? Watch this. Their conscience also bearing witness and their thoughts the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. Here's the manifestation of the law being the works of the law rather being written in the Gentile world's hearts. It's our conscience and it works this way. If you're doing something, even though it's sinful and it's benefiting me, and I'm sinful and I'm in the flesh just like you, you're doing something sinful and it's benefiting me, I'll excuse your sin. I'll turn my head. But the moment what you're doing no longer benefits me, I'll accuse you before men. I'll accuse you. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. Breaking the law. You understand? It's like a crackhead, a meth uh, addict who's out stealing every night from neighborhood homes, but he comes home and he doesn't have a problem with it because he's just doing it. But he comes home and he's been robbed. He calls the law. I've been robbed. He's excusing his sinful behavior, but he gets the same thing happening to him. He accuses we bear witness, our conscience bearing witness that the law, the works of the law are written in our hearts as Gentiles. We can't get out of it. God's coming to render to every man according to his deeds, his works. And we're not ever going to have any excuse before God. Excuses are out the window. People are going to make excuses at the great white throne judgment that I'll, I won't be yet. Christians won't be there because that's the place where all the people who've rejected Christ will be right before he casts them into a burning lake of fire forever and ever. But they will try to make excuses. Jesus said they would. He said they'd say to him, Lord, Lord, I cast out devils in your name. Didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we do many wonderful works in your name? And he is going to say to them, I don't know who you are you workers of iniquity. There are going to be many excuses that day, but know this. It will not be standing before a corrupt judge who can be bribed that day, who can lie through. That judge sees through and through, sees what we think and why we think it. He sees beyond what we could ever even know about our own selves. And no excuse will stand and they will be cast away. And for us Christians, even at the, the judgment seat of Christ, every now you need to hear this today. He's coming to render to every man according to their deeds. Even us, saints of God, born again, filled with the Holy Ghost on our way to heaven, will stand at the judgment seat of Christ and all who stand there will be children of God, not judged uh, on guilt of sin, but judged on what we did in the body as the body of Christ. 
Amen. The good, the bad, everything. Listen, and the only thing that we will be rewarded for is what He did in and through us, not what we did. Everything that it was only us, only our works, without Him working in and through us, even though many of the things we've done are good things, considered by us and others good things, but if it is not the Holy Spirit working in and through you, and it's not if your faith is not in the cross, it's only you. The rewards are only going to be for what He did in and through us. Jesus was raised from the dead, my friends, so that He could be the mediator of the new covenant so that His work could continue by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, if you ask the Father anything in my name, I'll do it, that the Father will be glorified. Yes, He does it today by His Spirit, but He considers it Him doing it. And let me make this comment. You need to write it down. You need to never forget it. You cannot biblically refute it. I promise you, you won't be able to. God only honors what God does. The Bible says, speaking of Christ, Jesus Christ, that all things are by Him, for Him, from Him, through Him, and back to Him. If He's not involved in what's going on, if He's not the one that's the driving force by His Spirit behind what you're doing, then it's just you. And I've been there. It's so deceptive. It's so deceitful to think that we're doing something in the name of the Lord. They, listen, they crucified Jesus in the name of the Lord. These people will stand before Him on Judgment Day at the great white throne judgment and say, didn't we do this? Didn't we do that? But see, a worker of iniquity is someone who just, they're religious. But without the Holy Spirit working, it's a work of iniquity. Titus 1 and 16 says they profess they know God, but they deny Him with their works. You see, it can be just my works. So many people have heard things like this 20, 30 years into their Christianity. And the revelation comes, the light comes on, and the Lord begins to move. Repentance comes, and they say, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just been me. I, I, my faith has not been in the cross. It used to be I, I was deceitfully deceived and moved into these schemes and fads of me and the purpose-driven stuff. The, 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 you confess it, speak it, blab it, and grab it, that the power powers in my words now, that, that, that the powers in my, uh, 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 the, the pyramid scheme, the tithing up and tithing up and all these things that the world brings in through men under the influence of Satan into the church only for the purpose of moving our faith from the cross, the only place God will work in our lives that the works of Jesus can continue. See, He can't continue to perform that perfect work in you if you remove yourself from Him, Galatians 1.6 and Galatians 5.1-4. through 4. I hope that you'd understand that. I hope that you'd understand that. God only honors what God does. Jesus taught it in John chapter 5. Uh, listen, is it, was it John 5? I believe it's John 15. Let's look over there. John chapter 15, I'm sorry. Let's look at John 15. It's John 15 verse 5. Very powerful, profound uh, scripture that Jesus taught. We're running out of time, but watch this. I am the vine 
You are the branches. He that abides in me, that means continues in me, continues to have faith in who I am and what I've done, remains in me by faith in who I am and what I've done. The same brings forth fruit, much fruit, because without me, you can do nothing. And we don't just determine our own selves what that means. We've been crucified with Him, buried with Him, raised to newness of life in Him. You need to understand the with Him, the doing all things through Him because He will strengthen me is based on is my faith still in what made me with Him, faith in the cross. I'm not with Him can't walk with Him, will remove myself from Him even in a deceptive, unknowing manner if I don't know to keep my faith in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. No, my friends, we're not ahead. We're not beyond the cross. You leave the cross, you're out of the will of God. You're no longer allowing the Holy Spirit to work through you. He won't. Psalms 33, 4, For the word of the Lord is right, and all His works are done in truth. Truth reveals the righteousness of God. Proverbs 12, 17. Write it down. Take a note. Go study it. He that speaks truth reveals the righteousness of God. But yet the righteousness of God is only revealed in the gospel. Romans 1, 17 and 18. Therefore, or 16 and 17, therefore, the truth and the gospel are one and the same. You can't separate them. And someone that says, well, the whole Bible is truth. Yes, but God says, and here we are back to Proverbs 8 and 8, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. That means everything I've ever spoken, the Lord would say, is only going to be seen and properly, properly understood and bring about faith, the faith that comes by hearing God's Word, if I hear it in its righteous context. That's so powerful to me. God's not a respecter of persons. He'll save anybody that calls upon the name of Jesus, that places their faith in who He is, the Son of the living God, the last Adam, the Lamb of God that came to take away your sin, my sin, all sin, remove it, if we'll come to Him by faith in what He did for us at Calvary on that old cross, dying for us, shedding His blood that we might be justified before God and considered law keepers because He kept the whole law. We're a blessed people. I'm out of time. I praise God for the opportunity to share God's Word with you. Avail yourself to our YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Everything we do here at Crossway Church is uploaded there. And I, I'm telling you, you will be blessed if you find somebody somewhere sharing God's Word as it is in truth. And truth has a name. Jesus Christ. Well, I love you. God bless you. And until next time, stay determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified.